0: Hello, and welcome to the Big Egg Joshi Podcast, podcast covering the Joshi promotion, JWP, starting in the year 1990. I'm your host, Kay. So for this episode, we'll be covering the April 28th, 1990 show from Nagoya, which features three matches, and for the first time on this journey, a shoot MMA fight. Uh, So we'll start immediately with the first match of the show, that being Devil Masami versus Harley Saito. Uh, A lot of this match was the big bruiser, Devil Masami, beating down Saito as she tried to fight from behind like an underdog babyface. She caught Masami with a wheel kick that got a nice reaction from the crowd, uh, who largely had been dead for most of the beginning of this match, but of course, that didn't last long as Masami once again regained control, immediately gained momentum back, and picked up Harley Saito over her head for a body press, which also got a nice uh, ooh and ah reaction from the crowd. Uh, she tried to drop Saito. Saito landed on her feet, though, and hit Masami with a giant spin kick to the back of her head. I immediately dropped her. Crowd popped for that big time. Uh, Saito got some more offense in, but went right back to Misami, back in control. Uh, again, this is sort of a back and forth between the two. Uh, Saito, though, got the better of Misami eventually, and uh, started sort of grounding her, uh, just put her in a crab, a single-leg crab, and was just sort of wearing her down, kicking her, wearing her down, and then going back to the this sort of crab, uh, though after some back and forth between the two, uh, Devil Masami uh, hits the devil bomb, and then gestures to the crowd for a second one, to which the crowd is all for, they're immediately cheering for her to do it, she gets a big big cheer from it, then she hits the second one to another big cheer, and she pins Saito, uh, I genuinely like this match actually, and it's probably the best Devil Masami match I've seen so far on this journey, uh, as, as I've stated before, I didn't like the sort of one-sided beatdown she did on Eagle sawai so that kind of felt so, so utter one-sided against the big top heel in the company at the time, or what I'm supposed to believe is the big top heel in the company at this time. Uh, and then the sort of jokey mockery of Cutie Suzuki, where she wasn't taking the match seriously. And granted, that did lead to Cutie beating her, but she's still like not taking the match seriously. In this case, she was taking this match very seriously. And Harley Saito went from getting beat down in the beginning to catching up. And eventually, the match became a big back and forth struggle match between the two. It went from a, a sort of a squash almost or a beatdown to an actual, genuine match, trading back and forth blows and momentum. Uh, I really did enjoy this. Uh, so moving on to the next match, uh, Hiroshi Itakura versus Hideki Kawaichi. Uh So this is a men's match. I was very surprised uh, when I looked at the card. I didn't expect this to be a men's match. Again, I only had the name, so I didn't really have any details going into this. And when I saw both of them, I'm like, oh my god, this is a, a men's match. This is so confusing. I'm not, I was not expecting this. Uh, I tried to look up a bit of information on these two, uh, the only person I could find any information on was Hiroshi, uh, and the only thing I could really get on him was that he wrestled in New Japan, uh, war and IWA, seemed to be kind of a, a middle of the road job guy. Uh, as for this match, it sucked, it was so slow, a lot of locks and headlock spots and rest spots and just kind of boring laying on the mat for 5 minutes doing nothing in mat work. It did kind of pick up at the end there, with a, with a bit more moves, arm drags, a bulldog here and there. Uh, some things that got some kind of reactions out of the crowd. Um, I think they're both rookies? That's kind of the idea I got. I mean, granted, I, I guess from what I understand of men's wrestling at this point, they all kind of wore black trunks, like the basic black trunks. But that is come off come off kind of like inexperienced, especially uh, this Hideki guy, who I could find nothing on, mind you. Um, Hiroshi won. Again, the match was kind of too long. I think it went about 15 minutes almost. It was very boring. I didn't I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, but next up is a match that I'm sure won't be boring. That being Miss A versus Eagle Sawai. So uh, Sawai so, so is still being introduced as the UWA International Women's Champion. Uh, despite not having a physical belt. So I, I keep finding that interesting. Why there's no physical belt there. I wonder really what's going on with that actually. Because... We've seen, or I've seen, the UWA belt in other promotions, uh, AJW being a perfect example, where it kind of shows up and people have the physical belt, but never them being announced as champion and not having the belt. It's very interesting. Uh, so why, though, as the bell rings, why he gets, gets control of the match pretty early on? Uh, takes a lot of takes her to the ground, a lot of uh, sort of working on the, the back sort of portion of, of Miss A. Seems to be trying to set up for her, her big powerbomb finisher by working on the back. Uh, Miss A, though, gets gets momentum back and starts working the leg. Probably just sort of take the power out of Sawai. Starts working the leg and then kind of works the back a little bit more. Miss um, A, though, gets a nice bridging back suplex, followed by another delayed suplex. Got a good reaction from the crowd. Uh, Miss A looked dominant, especially in the middle portion of this match, where she's just beating down Sawai. She's in almost complete control, uh, continuing with the mat work on her legs and back area. Sort of, uh, keeps doing headbutts to her... I'm sorry, headbutts to her back. And then putting her in a crab. Then kind of gets up after a while. Does more headbutts to the back. So she sort of rinse and repeated this at least two or three times. Looked really good. Again, Miss A looked really dominant. Um, she started repeatedly, uh, stiff kicking Sawai. As Sawai was trying to get back to her feet. I eventually kind of gets out of the ring. Sort of has to get some breathing room. Uh, but immediately, immediately when she comes back in, she's met with more stiff kicks from... Miss A, uh, though Sawai does start regaining momentum using that power of hers to sort of do a lariat, a few lariat spots and a nice slam, uh, but the match ends when, um, Miss A sort of Irish whips uh, Eagle Sawai off the rope and hits her with a wicked looking lariat to get the shoot pin. At least it came off like a shoot pin. Uh, it was a very quick pin mo- not a quick pin, but it was a pin and her shoulders were down for most of it, until at like the very last second uh, this led to a post-match, where Sawai started giving out to the ref, uh, sort of pushing around and kind of yelling at her a bit. Miss A comes over, just causing of gestures, uh, one, two, three, you got beat. Uh, sort of, uh, Sawai gets in her face, gets back and forth, they start shoving each other, the ref has to kind of break them up, and I think this is leading to a rematch. Uh, this was a very solid match. I really did enjoy this. Uh, Miss A looked very dominant against the, again, I keep stressing this, the big heel, in the company she's the one with the big heel per, uh group ger and tai, who mind you wasn't even at ringside i found that also kind of interesting usually Ego Hawaii comes out to the ring and she has ger and tai in tow at all times they are always just kind of right tagging on behind her uh but they weren't here this time so i wonder if there's some kind of story going on with that maybe i would have to kind of look into more but it's very very limited information i could find on this stuff if i can find any more i definitely will uh, mention it in the next episode uh, but there was no ger and tai uh, Miss A looked very, very dominant, especially, like I said, in the middle portions of the match, where she had complete control, like, so I was just getting beat down, and beat down, and definitely making her look like a big star, she's definitely, sort of getting a big push up the card, uh, again, the post-match makes me believe that we're gonna get a rematch, and I'm all for this rematch, uh, so finally, the final match, if you could even sort of call this a match, is the, of the show, is the MMA match, Ryumi or uh, Ryuma Go versus Masashi Ayogi. I don't know who either of these dudes are, and yes, they are dudes. Uh, this is a this is not a women's MMA match, which is for some reason one of the first thing that came to mind because AJW was doing this at the time. This is a men's um, MMA match. And again, I'm kind of taken aback. There's been two men's matches on this card. I wonder if maybe this has something to do with attendance. Maybe they think that their women aren't selling the tickets very well, so they're trying to bring men on to sort of bring more people in. That's kind of my, at least, theory on all of this, because it's very interesting. Um, though, Masashi seems to be the only one with actual MMA experiences. He comes out, he has his Gion, he has corner people with him. Looks all so super serious, gets a nice reaction from the crowd. Uh, Ryoma though, looks like a complete noob guy. Comes out with his black trunks, nothing special. Uh... Kinda he's he's pretty jacked though. But really no no bells and whistles, though he does come out to Aya the Tigers so bonus points for that one, I guess. Uh Ryuma has a uh, this when the bell rings for this, Ryuma assumes this 100 percent not real fighting stance. Like his arms are kinda up, kind of in a Muay Thai kind of pose, but they're so far apart and so high above is like his sort of chest sort of chin area if you know anything about Muay Thai you don't want your hands you don't want them high up above your chin it just doesn't work that way and he has them super high up and far apart kind of has his legs really far apart too as he's moving so you can tell this guy has like no experience because he's not blocking shit with those arms and sure enough he's not even he's not blocking anything he spends most of the fight running away though he does try to go for this weird not even remotely close to his opponent baseball slide kick thing they got a bit of a chuckle out of the crowd i got a chuckle out of me was like what, what, what even was that it was very out of nowhere again he spent most of the first round just running away i'm so thrilled the entire first round had like no contact nobody hit each other there was gonna be one lockup. this is like a I, I assume this is like a, a game of chess Except the one guy, Ryuma in this case, keeps moving his pawn back and forth in the same two squares going absolutely nowhere but afraid to make a move. That's kind of how I equated this. Oh, and hey, round two starts we get an actual takedown. Cool. Uh, an armbar attempt by Ryuma, but, you know, it's not a real armbar. You can tell because he has it locked in and there's no tap. If you haven't, do you know anything about MMA, the minute somebody wrenches the armbar in and locks it in, you're tapping. Moreover than not, you're gonna tap. Especially when you wrench it in like it, well, he was trying to wrench it in. Because then you're going to break somebody's arm. So this is... And then I kind of couldn't tell because the video quality was very blurry. But uh, it 100% came off as a totally not real MMA uh, arm bar. Like he just did not get it for real in. It's like the fakest looking arm bar I think at this point. Um, he does put him in a headlock though. So thrilling action still continues in this fight. Uh, they're just laying there. After like laying there, like a beached whale on top of him with like a headlock, uh, we get them to stand back up and round two start. Round two is over. So, this uh, this is definitely not a thrilling fight, that's for sure. I spent those of this being bored. Uh, round three starts, Ryuma doing an arm breaker. Sort of a wrestling style arm breaker. Right? He grabs the arm and kind of like, sort of slams it over his shoulder. Uh, completely looked fake, like oh, Jesus Christ, my dude. I know you're trying to seem like it's, like, and the other guy, guy's, like, trying to sell it like it's real. So odd. Uh, but then he just kind of starts laying on him while holding the arm. He just keeps holding the arm that he did the arm breaker on as he's just laying on top of him. Uh, there's just this weird count thing where they count to ten if they're not moving and they gotta they got to get back up after this. Uh, but also, the weirdest part of this is sort of... Masashi is, um... Ryume gets Masashi's shoulders down... And the ref starts counting a pin. And I'm just like, what? And he proceeds to continue to do this in the following rounds. Now, I skipped most of this fight, but as I was going through it, every time his shoulders are down, he counts a pin. I thought this was an MMA fight, not a wrestling match. I'm just kind of confused by that. Uh, though, Masashi does get a nice spin kick right into a Ryuma's dick. Like, he just spin kicks him and nails him right in the nads. I got a nice laugh out of that as Ryuma just immediately rolls out of the ring. It was hilarious that was like the best part of the entire fight um again so boring and just a reminder this is happening on a joshi promotion show granted one that only had two women's matches but it's in the jwp ring so it's just odd uh they lay there so long i've tapped out of this match as we go towards the end of the third round i can't watch anymore so i just skip to the end uh it's a like it got more action it picked up like uh, I saw a few weird spots got like neck breaker like A swinging neck breaker by Ryuma uh and a bulldog and it, it I couldn't tell if this was supposed to be like a wrestling versus MMA thing like legit or what the fuck was going on with this um but this went 34 minutes uh Ryuma won after ref stoppage this sucked I don't think I was going to sit through 34 minutes of this even if the action did pick up because it was just so not fun and just definitely not my wheelhouse of enjoyable things I'm not a big early MMA sort of stuff I I, I like my UFC here and there but this sort of stuff I'm not a big fan especially when it's so easily so clearly fake and worked with the neck breaker and stuff like that so weird Um, but that's uh, sort of quite the note to end this show on uh, I did enjoy the two Joshi matches that were on this show. Uh, I thought the Masami match, like I said, was really well done. Uh, probably the best Masami match so far that I've seen in JWP, mind you. I've seen her in, other, in AJW and other things, but in JWP, in the, in the course of this journey, this is the best I've seen her. Uh, so why versus Miss A was a nice match with a promising uh, sort of post-match It makes me so excited for the hopefully potential rematch that these two will have, so I'm looking forward to that if it does indeed happen. Uh, But with that, I have been your host, Kay, and I'll see you guys in two weeks for the next episode of the Big Egg Yoshi podcast. See ya.